What up? This is Dr. Dre. The party's going on. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Keep the heads ringing. Welcome back, you were listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast. In my word, Mikey, I'd say there's a few people in New Zealand right now that want to bang, smack a few heads together and get them ringing. Seems like there's a bit of crime going around, eh? Oh, it's not good to see, isn't it? It just feels like every day I hear about something else that's, you know, ram raid this, ram raid that, dairy owner, you know, alcohol store, whatever it is, eh? Jewelry stores seem to be the all the rage and where are they then selling that shit to? Oh fuck this, mate. I, yeah, I, don't I don't understand know. how the process works. Yeah. But it got me thinking about the RAM raid mindset, as we'll call this. And you don't spend as much time on different social channels as I do. And I think you would be very surprised that there's actually a huge amount of people when these videos go up online of here's some behind-the-scenes footage of this crime or here's I'm across the road and I've filmed this. There's a whole, um, oh, that's really sad for them. You know, it's not, it's no one else's fault. It's not their fault. It's, um, you know, they're just trying to get through life or they're just trying to get food and there's a don't, you know, don't look down on them. They're just doing what they have to to survive. Like the Green Party narrative. Yeah, I don't, don't know what the narrative is, but well, they, don't, they don't believe in like police and shit, eh? Really? Well, yeah, I might be exaggerating. But uh, I gave up when <laughs> I saw that they don't believe in wearing cologne in a meeting. I'm like, okay, well that's me done forever. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know anything. Definitely more about doesn't it. align with your values, mate. <laughs> no, no. But I just think it's it's so interesting, and I can kind of see where that comes from because. Again, like I say, I try and look down on things. So then I've got mates who are policemen. So I say to them, mate, what's going on? What happens when you take those kids home to their families? It's like, mate, they're, they're no chance. They're, they're in environments where you hear the door get shut and it's like, you piece of shit, you worthless piece of shit, this and whatnot. Mm. And they, you know, that's the environment that they're nurtured in. And, and perhaps they know no different or they see other people doing those things on social media or in their family. And so they just think, well, this is the way to do it. And... I think I've said before where I spoke at a a conference, a social media conference ages ago and it was with, in the events sector and I said, you know, they were saying, oh, we can't do social media in this space. I'm like, well, you know who's going to fill up the screens of people and and say this is the pathway you should take? The gangs. So get rid of your ego and think about this from a different layer. If we're not doing this content, then, and saying like, this is a pathway you could take, well, the gangs are and if they can do it, then they're going to suck people that way. So Mm. we need to be fighting back with society doing good things where we're helping each other and actually creating and adding value and doing things that build community instead of just going, oh, that's too hard, and then people uh, pick the wrong pathway. Yeah, I think so, for sure. Mm. Like if you're, wow, you must have struck a chord with that one, eh? Did that, uh, that, were they like... I don't think they got it, because I don't think they spent enough time on... Social media in general. To actually realise, like, oh, that is what happens. Mm. Like, the gangs are doing donuts everywhere and, uh, you know, displaying this life that you could live and you could have this fucking Harley. and it's marketing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like, market your event centre, market your event. Like, let's yeah. go, let's take these people on. Yeah, yeah, I hear, um, and and then you're saying online there's this, this narrative around it, like, it's no good being tough on 
the the criminal quotation because like you said the cops just say they go home and then the parents are shit and then they go and do it again or whatever anyway. Yeah, and I just don't, I don't think that's a good enough excuse. To go tell that to the jewelry shop owner. There we go, and that's that's the bit that becomes confusing because I think the narrative is no, the system's broken. That's why they have to do it. Well, yep, the system. But that maybe. doesn't mean the guy who worked hard to set up his jewelry store deserves that. Mm. Like dairy so owner, maybe like, we can't make a hundred percent perfect system, and we should probably stop trying. But we should try for eighty. We'll try for ninety or whatever. And we I think the person who deserves to be looked after more is the person who's working hard and paying tax, who's the small business owner, jewellery store owner, rather than the kid that's driving into it with a stolen car. Mm. That's just my view. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's it's such a confusing topic. But I, where I come back to in my head is, this is what Ray Dalio, for instance, talks about with civil unrest, right? Yeah, well, there becomes a bigger and bigger divide between the have-nots and have-yots, mm. and the have-nots start becoming a bigger group, and then we start to get more people in in the poorer side of things that start to react badly because they can't see a way out. Yeah, and it basically it's time to hit the streets and and go make your point known, and you know you can have anything you want if you steal it. Yes, so. You know that's that becomes a mindset after a while because there's no hope of doing it the right way, mm. um, and it feels like it feels like that even though it's not really correct, but it feels like that on a bigger and bigger scale for more and more people, and yeah, unfortunately that's one of the consequences of like long term uh, asset inflation and now actually monetary inflation and all of these t- inflations and. Wealth divides, they all affect the, the poor side of the bell curve the most. Yeah. Um, you know, so this is one of the costs of it. I just want to try and articulate this while it's in my mind before I forget it and go down a different tangent or path, but you, everyone listening to this will have uh, where they sit on this, and at one end you'll have the, they are scum we should be, you know, throwing away, lock away the key or whatever the, the old saying used to be. And then down the other end is the like, no, I've studied this, I've researched this, I know exactly why this happens. You don't understand. Easy for you to say those things. What I have learned through my life and what I would like this to be the takeaway for this is that you might not get to a point where you're going to ram a store to get yourself ahead, but you will always in your life be given shortcuts and the ability to cheat and steal and get ahead faster via taking the wrong route. And that is what I like to now look at life and go, you are constantly, you have a a set of scales or a seesaw with the world. And if you tip that thing the wrong way too far, eventually there'll be no one on the other end to balance that thing back out. So you've got to be very careful, careful how you balance your seesaw. And... The more you take shortcuts, you steal, you cheat, you do things that you know deep down that you shouldn't be doing, you tip the favour in the world to eventually snap that seesaw in half and the top part part of it comes down, smacks you in the head and you get taken out but you still want people to feel sorry for you. But you don't deserve it because you knew that that would be the outcome. So what's going to happen for some of these kids? 
and people that are lie, cheat, steal, ram raid, is that they're going to bump into the wrong part of the uh, seesaw at some stage and someone's going to come along and they're not going to be able to control themselves and they're going to go bang and they're going to take one of these kids out and it'll be front page news, um, 44-year-old man or woman up for murder after defending themselves whilst robbing the store or whatever, shit went wrong, pushed them in front of a car, got hit by the car, you can 12 see year it coming. It's, it's coming. You can see it coming. Like, it's only a matter of time before people decide to push back. And, re, you know, I think I've seen stories of certain shops being ram-rated like three or four times. Like, that guy is about to shoot someone because mm. you're just ruining his life over and over and over again. And when you put someone into a situation when they've got nothing to lose anymore that's when they become the most dangerous. Yeah. It's a really simple equation. So I just think it's 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 a dumb it's a dumb thing from both sides to end up in that scenario. But yeah, if you using the Ram Raid thing as an analogy, if you get into that headspace, I highly recommend you snap out of it and flip the script and go the other way. Yes. Because you just ended up in that spiral downwards and it becomes so hard to get out of. And all you'll do when you get to the point of fucking it up and thinking that you need help is no one wanting to help you. Yep. Because... You don't deserve it. No. Like, sorry, that sounds bad, but someone will take a chance to try and look after you. You need to be really genuine, but there's probably... You find it hard to find people that think you deserve the help. Mm. Yeah. The the interesting thing is that you'll have people say, let's stay down the other end of the spectrum where it's like, you don't understand, I've studied this, I know what works, I know how we get them out of these things, like you get tough on crime, that doesn't work, I've got the data to back it up. Like those types of people, the system's failed them, the system's failed them. Okay, then um, let's call him Michael Hill. Michael Hill keeps getting his jeweler ram raided, right? Michael Hill flips a, a, a switch and goes, you know what, the cops, the system, the cops, the, the legal system's not fixing me not solving this, not protecting me here, the system's broken, I'll take things into my own hands. Mm. And they do that, they still end up in trouble. But you can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, the system's failing people, we'll just let them break everything and then other people that are trying to do the right thing and play within the rules and they go, fuck the rules now, I'm going to sort this myself. They're hiding behind a counter with a pole, bang, take someone out. Mm. Oh, whoopsie, he's got them right in the temple, they're gone now. Um, and now they're up for a manslaughter or a murder charge. It's like, well, the system failed them too. Yep. They shouldn't have been in that position. So yeah. why? So like, maybe we just let them go. Just well, well, let's drop the manslaughter. Let's drop the murder. Open the shop the next day. Carry on. But no, no, like absolutely no chance. That that's what's actually going to happen. So that's where I, if you get caught in this, like the system thing, that you got to go back to that video I made about the system won't save you. Nah. Like a different system, because we've all got an idea of what we think the perfect system is or what not, and. I think the system that I've observed that works has worked best for me after trial, trialing a number of things is to try and tidy up myself and try and tidy up the decisions I make. But I still have situations where I'm like, oh, I was playing dominoes last night with Taz and this domino slipped off the... She's <laughs> 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 in the background. Yeah. I was losing and I was getting beat and this domino slipped off my chair, off the table and I was like, I don't think Taz saw that. And I was like, there's 11, there's 11 on that. And like my brain's still like you could just, you could just you yeah, know it that's takes one like a though. conscious decision for you to back out yeah. of the cheating yes to and, and force yourself to be like 
I dropped this domino, put it back on the board. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I don't think I used to be like that. I think that I, an older version of Luke would have been less mature, more immature, and more stuck down that path of like, ah, oh, fuck it. Who cares? What's one game? Golf is really good because <clears throat> you can play. You can If you go play 18 holes by yourself, you can record your own score and no one knows, and you can write down whatever you want. You can you can write down a score that's better than Tiger Woods' best ever round. Yeah. But guess where it gets you? Nowhere. Nowhere. All you do is get exposed when the time comes to, and all you're doing is cheating yourself. Yeah. So it's an interesting one, eh? I just think that, um, yeah, obviously, I don't know, maybe everything's compounded bad with COVID. It definitely just sounds, t- to me, it's just the straight up what Dalio has been saying is coming. Like, it just sounds, like, identical to what he said. Like, as we go through this period of inflation and um, excessive money printing, the gap gets wider, the poorer start fighting, and you just have carnage. And then mm. you have vigilante on the other side when they start fighting back. And you have people and supporting that as well, you know? Like, cause what that's, I was And there's say. just massive division. Like, the, he talks about the division in the States. Like, so we've got, like, one side is, like, you know... Ram raids and like, oh, we, we don't need law and order to fix this. And the other side is like, give the shop owner a gun, you know? Mm. And then you've got people backing both sides of the scenario and there's a fence down the middle and they're so far away from agreeing on something that they, you know, like the divide is gigantic. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be, I mean, I I put a tweet up the other day and I was like, it's going to be messy next year. And the political, the pointless political shit that you're going to hear Try and just block it out, eh? Because mm. it is going to be a nasty, like tit for tat election, and you know, yeah, it's just not going to help you. It's just going to create Don't let more it soak up your time. Yeah, it's going to create yeah. more red versus blue bullshit. Like it's funny because they have that in the gang world, red versus blue, mm. and then we look at that and we're like, that's disgusting. But they probably laugh at um, the educated people or the people that like the political system. Be like, that's the same thing, you dickheads. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, it, it kind of is. Like yeah. that. I mean. Yeah, it's a funny one, eh? But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to unpack, like what's right and wrong in my head. It's like you know, the guy build a business, don't fuck it up. Mm, but yeah, I also yeah, I don't know. And, and we're not here. This podcast isn't to tell you what's right or wrong, or be like, oh, that person down the end that studied for their whole life and it dedicated their life to like, you know, this is how we should fix the problem. Versus the person that's like, I've picked up a baton and I'm going to roll one of these people one night and I'm going to save one less ram raid going ahead. Like we're not to say what's right, what's wrong. We don't have the perfect answers. We're not smart enough to know that. I don't know if anyone is, but people will claim to. We're going the other way, sitting in the middle, being like. This, this is a good example for us to watch what's playing out in life and go, your brain will want to take you down that path every now and then, whether it's mm. in your job, in your relationships, with your friends, with your sports, whatever. If you can stop that and you can turn it off, shit, you end up in a way better place. And I think one of the really good ways to do this is to go back through your life and think about the things that you've done or you may not be proud of or where you weren't as mature and you did go down that path and think, can you go and tidy that shit up. Mm. And it's a concept that I like to call mental debt. I usually talk about mental debt. Pay it off. Yeah, but it's mental debt. So is there shit that's happened in your past where you're like, fuck, I wish I didn't steal that pie or that $5 or, you know, whatever. And some of those things you can tidy up. Some of those things you can't. There are a couple of apologies you need to make and whatnot. Like what's playing on your mind that you think, that was so long ago, but I still 
feel like I haven't paid that off properly, can you tidy that shit up? Because what that's going to do is it's going to allow you to get closer to the concept of not doing more of that stuff. Because mm. often when we've already gone and done too much of that, you know, it's next time I play Dominoes of Taz, I'm like, fuck it, each time I play Dominoes of her now, I might, she didn't notice last time, so maybe I'll just slip one off the table. <laughs> and she'll be like, how does he keep winning? But... No, you know, so you don't do that once. Then, but if you keep, if you do those things, then you start to do more of it. So now we're going to go the other way and try and tidy some of it up, and then you just try and make less of those decisions as you go forward. Yeah, I think the the natural reaction to try and shortcut towards a result, which is, um, it, which involves cheating, lying, or stealing, I almost reckon it's it's the same feeling and reaction and tool that you can use on the other side to try and make things more efficient, strategic, faster, and, you know, but get to the good result, the real result that you're after. So you can use this this natural urge <clears throat> that, that goes around in our head and, and body or whatever um, in a good way, but you just have to train yourself to do it. Yeah, I like it. What I've observed is cheating, quitting, shortcuts, like all of that shit, it lowers your own self-worth. Because you know, like I'm sure, maybe this is just how I was raised, but you know you're not supposed to do that stuff. Mm. It's it's from your parents, it's from your education, it's just from society, it's there's the rules you should play with. And when you're ripping people off or you're playing outside of that, you know, like deep down, like if those kids knew that they shouldn't be doing it, why are they doing it so quickly? Mm. Like, why are they in such a hurry? Just go and smash the jewelry store open, roll around casually. Why they? Why have they got weapons to protect themselves? Like, of course they know it's wrong. They know it's wrong, and we all know that doing that shit is wrong. So, it it will erode and it will eliminate your self worth. Mm. And hey, luckily for a number of us listening to this, we are probably not at the stage where we're needing to ram raid to get ahead. But shit, every week we're faced with ways where we can go cool. <coughs> I know I probably shouldn't do this. And every time I open like a, a loan application or an email or every, like my brain knows every single shortcut I could take in every single part of the process in my job. Yeah. But I don't do it. I do it the right way because if anything goes wrong later on, you know there's a consequence for it and you just know and yeah. you have to do it the right way. And you it, just get, you just, ref, I just use it. Use that 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 thing in you, and you just write. Let's figure out a process to make this do it the right way, but the fastest, most efficient way possible in New Zealand. <laughs> the downside, but also the good thing, but the downside to when you understand this concept is, I think that um, you know too when you take those little shortcuts, you're like, fuck, I don't know how that's going to show up, but it's going to show up at some stage. Like you don't know what the consequence is later yeah. of, yet, or how long it's going to take to come out, and then the longer you think, like, oh, maybe I've gotten away with that. <laughs> I reckon that's when you're like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Where you're yeah. like, oh, I, you know, whatever it is that you've kind of shortcut it on. So I think if you can just eliminate all of that shit out of the way you operate, it, it's a it's an adjustment period, but you end up getting further and you get, you, you know, I had a client this week who said to me, he always says to me, Luke, I, I you know, you might be different than the people you hang out with, but there's there's not many fucking people you can trust in this life. And I'm like, man, who's burnt you for you to still, you know, have this mentality? But he really trusts me. And I haven't really done heaps to get him to trust me, but in, in my mind, but I think, hmm. Mm, but your reputation speaks for itself, right? Lots yeah. of clients, lots of reviews. 
yeah, and it's I'm like, oh, okay, I like I want to be someone where he can, by the time he dies or we end the relationship or whatever, he's like, oh shit, I he was one of the one of the few because mm. it's like tipped the scales back the other way of well, actually, mate, maybe you were just bumping into the wrong people, mm. but this this happens across all industries and. This was off the back of a conversation where I said, oh, such and such. And he said, oh, you won't be able to speak to him this week because he's got a court case going on. I was like, oh, geez, it doesn't sound very good. He's like, yeah, one of his employees was stealing from him, stealing from him. Being one of his most loyal cust- uh, employees and staff members for years, mm. found out that he's probably dusted about 400 grand off him over that time. I'm like, wow. Mm. You know, and so don't just think, oh, it's these ram raid little shit bags that are going around doing heaps of bad shit. There's people out there that are, equally in different environments and different clothes and suits and careers going, fuck this, I yeah. can't be bothered, I'm going to shortcut my way to to what? Yeah, I think some of the coolest stories that I know that I'm like, wow, I'd love to be spoken of like that um, but before I die or whatever, uh, the ones that I've heard, and I can't name names, where like a, like a business transaction or a deal or a negotiation has gone on and there's no paperwork, it's over the phone and then just a handshake. Yeah. And it's like, that's it. Like, that's the opposite of the Ram Raid, right? Like, they're like, yep, 100%. And the both parties know that the other person is good for it, knows that the deal's good to go, they won't back out on their word, like 100% lock it in. Mm. That's cool when you can get to that stage. It's hard to find those people, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's going to be... I reckon by the time this podcast goes out, we could have seen a death in New Zealand where someone takes matters into their own hands mm. and and fights back against one of the... Like, you're already seeing people not. try and kick the cars and stuff like that, but it's... Um, you know, people are still going to want sympathy for the people that have tipped the scales too far and, and the world has come back and gone, well, actually, we'll auto-correct the fact that you've got too far out of line and, yeah... But like, is that what it's going to take for people to go? Like, I don't think that'll stop it. It'll mm. just it'll just create even more division, and it'll get even even uglier. But each of us has a personal responsibility to figure out how we're tipping the scales in our lives, and 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 be very mindful of that. Mm. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what the answer is, mate. But I've got no idea. Nah, I mean, look, this I is, just my the, brain just goes to like to stop it. This shit wouldn't happen but, in Singapore, would it? Nah, well, that's the thing. I've been there, and the punishment is so bad that everyone's shit scared of it. So that means that it's we need worse or stronger punishment, or you know, better law and order. But yeah, I don't know about this soft on crime thing. Yeah, I mean, it's an area we don't like. No one, the I don't safest think places has in the, the world are Singapore and Dubai. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They're police states. Mm. Well. That's a, like I always think it's interesting the people that think they know what the answer to this stuff is, but they've just researched something. You still have to run the experiment. You run the experiment, we have mm. an iteration of the problem. Hmm, that didn't work. We've got to adjust again. Mm. But there's clearly countries that have figured this stuff out to not let it get to that point. But again, that's a completely different country, a yeah. completely different I system. Can, I understand some portion of the argument because it's like the way that Singapore is, there's a cost in terms of your freedom and stuff like that. In, in certain areas, although you don't really notice it day to day. But yeah, it's interesting. I mean, 
fuck, I'd actually have to put effort into it and think about it, mate. I've never really thought about it. I just go on about my day. and oh, I wouldn't like I wouldn't waste your time doing it. I mean, there's people nah. that they dedicate their whole lives to trying to figure that stuff out, and then they may not even get a chance to try and have it implemented. And that's why I think the key is to think about your own actions and keep that shit clean. Then you can build up some, some ways to be able to help other people around you. And, you know, it's like people who get themselves off meth or alcohol or drugs or whatever, then they're like, oh, shit part of my responsibility is to now try and help other people to do it. Mm. And and they really enjoy that. So, you know, hopefully some of these kids can end up in a better life and then they'll be able to come back and pick up and pull out some of those people stuck in those, um, you know, environments because the environment that they're being nurtured in probably has only taken them on one path and they can't see any other way. And that's the sad thing. But you you really need people that look like them, I think, to then inspire them to do it. Otherwise, they go, oh, well, they're not going to be listening to a Keep the Change podcast going, boys, just listen to this. We should probably stop doing these ram raids. I heard that it's fucking lowering our self-esteem and going to take us down the right wrong path, isn't it? <laughs> you know, like, we're not going to be role models no. for people like that, but there'll be some people that won't make poor choices uh, on the back of listening to this or cheat at something that they could cheat at this week where they know, fuck you, yeah, I know that that's, that's not right. I'm just acting like them, but in a different capacity. Yeah, if you if you... Think about it. You can. I can think of things still that I do. Yeah. You know that can just be. You can snap out of them real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And those, you know, they're at the massive end of the spectrum where they're really impacting other people. And the small things that we do end up impacting ourselves because we start to remove our own. Like we know deep down that that's wrong. So then, yeah, that I just think way. if you're giving someone the best thing you can give them is value. Yeah. You know, not not taking from them, only giving. There we go. Shortcuts, ram raids. We don't have the answers. We're not saying we do, but we do know that when we take shortcuts, it ends up bad for us. Hopefully we don't see anything too ugly and bad go down mm. in the country, but the way it's going, like what you were saying before about the vigilante, there's more content coming now being like, I'm going to come for these dudes, and they're calling them out. And they're, Is there actually? Yeah. yeah online? Yeah. Oh, and they got tens of thousands of likes. So you know that... But this is the, this is the civil disobedience version of a wage price spiral. Then <laughs> brings it back to economics. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Say that again. <laughs> civil, wage disobe- price, a civil disobedience version yeah, yeah. of the wage price spiral, where like the crime gets worse, and the person that's having the crime committed on them decides to fight back and then the criminals go harder and then the you know the person fights back harder and then everyone ends up dead it's just dumb it's like a war mm. war is stupid because no there are no like someone wins the war but at a massive cost like it's a net negative overall it's just yeah. a pointless way to do things but us fucking humans can't fucking help ourselves can we so if we see a ram raid I shouldn't get a big rock and throw it at the front windscreen of the car that's about to take I would it. probably react in a bad way yeah if I saw it I'd probably try and stop or whatever but mm. I don't know and then there's like the you might get stabbed or shot yourself and yeah I don't know it's messy who knows mate it's messy just try and stay away mm. try and stay away but keep yourselves clean keep yourselves smart keep yourselves uh, healthy and Away from that shit out there, people. Stay away from the shortcuts. I'll get you at the end of the day. Watch it unfold here in New Zealand. Cause I grab the mic and flip my tongue like a dyke. I got grime to keep you enchanted. Produce a smoke screen with the funky green to keep your eyes slanted. So check the flavor that I'm bringing. The motherfucking DRE. I keep the motherfucking...